Podcast Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with Scott and Kat. Faster than a speeding bullet. I'm a superhero. More powerful than a locomotive. I'm a superhero. That's who I am. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. I'm like a superhero or something. Hey, I'm a superhero too. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's National Superhero Day. Your superpowers being the best. Morning show. Come on, it's showtime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Happy National Superhero Day today, everyone. Dun, da, da. Don't talk about superheroes on the radio. You know what? Here's it's a little not, advice. It, I'm never talking about superheroes and who's better than anyone else ever again. Because I received so many hate tweets and I know you or and texts and I know you did too this morning. You had your fair share. I had my fair share. Some people just called us out to lunch. Someone called me crazy. Over my pick of who my favorite super... It's my opinion on who my favorite superhero is. I'm allowed to have an opinion. But uh, yeah, we got into that discussion because it is uh, the day to talk about superheroes. So we did that. And Batman's just the best. And that's just how, how I feel. I just don't understand why you think Batman is a superhero. I mean, he's rich and he's got a nice car and some cool gadgets, but he doesn't have any superhero powers. It's not like Superman. He can't Listen, fly. Batman is a hard-working... He's a superhero because he's a self-made superhero. You know, he didn't get dumped in a vat of some fucking poison to get where he's at or get bit by a spider or fall from another planet because te- technically your favorite is kind of an alien, not really even human. So to me, I don't know if he would play, like, classify as a superhero. No, Superman's totally a superhero. All right, fine. He whatever. is a hero who I mean, saved the world and millions tr- of times. And trust me, I, maybe your team Superman, maybe your team Batman, maybe you're listening saying... You guys, you need to get into Marvel more, you fuckers. You obviously don't know much about Iron Man. Yeah, listen, we know. Like we, he's know. not a superhero either. He's yes. another rich guy with with cool shit. That's it's, it. It's you know, again, you can name your favorite. You can name your favorite in any category. To me, my all around favorite, love Batman. But there's something to be said for personalities of of superheroes, if you will, like your Deadpool's and your Iron Man's. I enjoy their personality. I think they're the most entertaining ones. But I just my favorite is Batman, and you can't change my mind on that. That's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not fine. But the I hate mean, was I, real. Like the hate. The, was, oh, the hate. Fuck. Yeah. Like wow. Mm-hmm. There's I, a lot of things we could talk about on the radio, but we just decide well, before we do it. It's not fucking <laughs> worth it, right? It depends on the day. Like if you and I are up for up for the discussion or or the argument, I should say, with with the many people who will text us and disagree with us, we're cool with it. Let's go. But some days we're just like. Ah, fuck it. Like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not in the mood for this. I'm not. I can't. Yeah, uh, the whole superhero thing. I don't get it. I personally don't watch any superhero movies, but I also don't watch any movies. I I really don't care, but I I certainly understand the passion. So, hey, happy National Superhero Day if this is your day. Uh, There's a whole bunch of things I do want to get to. This just coming down, though, they just sent out the release. Even though this is already law, I mean, it already got royal assent. Last week, the teachers unions, fuck me, ETFO, that's the Elementary Teachers Federation of Ontario, OECTA, the Ontario Catholic Teachers, and the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation are filing a charter challenge (laughs) against Ontario Bill 254. That's the Protecting Elections Act. They're saying this, this new law violates their freedom of expression. The teachers unions, of course. Mm-hmm. feel that that is a violation of their charter rights. <laughs> uh, that'll be up to a judge. Uh, coming up, though, I do want to talk about a number of different things. First off, this out of Germany. I mean, I I learned a lot from this one. 
over in Germany, a woman was going through a forest for a jog and found a fucking grenade. <gasps> Scary. Grenade. I catch a grenade for you. I mean, there's been world wars fought in Germany. It's possible, I suppose, that it's been there for, I don't know, what, 70 years and nobody noticed, yeah. but... And we've heard stories of this before, right? This is not uncommon, as weird as that seems, to stumble upon something like an old war artifact and be a little bit scared of it. Sure, absolutely. Well, they called in the bomb squad because police came and they were like, oh, fuck, you're right, that is a grenade. We better call in the pros. So the bomb squad... Gets all togged up. They show up in their bomb-proof vehicle with their bomb-proof armor and all sorts of shit that they've got. It takes a while to, to get them mobile and set up for a dangerous situation, but uh, that's why we have the bomb squad. They're the ones who go into those dangerous situations. They investigated, and they found out that that bomb was actually not a grenade. It was a rubber grenade-shaped adult sex toy. They found a USB charging cable right next to it, (laughs) along with some condoms and a jar of lube. No. Did, Did someone just play around with themselves in the park and just leave that there? Well, I mean, that's one possibility. It's highly possible that... Somebody was diddling themselves in the park and they thought, oh, here's an appropriate place to to have an orgasm right here in public in a fucking forest. (laughs) Or since it was in a plastic bag, it's possible somebody was transient. They were taking their their sex toy with them from A to B and they just dropped it in the park. Maybe somebody decided they've had enough of that fucking sex toy and they could probably get something better. Now, why they would let go of their. Aqua Glide lubricant and their looks like Durex condoms. I don't know. Weird place to ditch your sex stuff. Do you put a condom on this grenade before you use it? I guess it depends how you're how you're using it. I mean, uh, I guess if you don't want to clean it up afterwards, you could just do that. Right. I mean, I don't even know where to start here. I don't even know where to start. So this thing vibrates. It's USB. Did you say it's USB? USB powered? powered. Yeah, you can just recharge the shit out of it. It looks like um it's, it's um wh- what happens when you remove when you release the pin, huh? Boom. Uh-huh. I it looks like where would I put this? Like it doesn't listen like I don't I'm not sure what it's made for. Did you look it up by the way? Like did you actually look into the toy itself? Well, I looked on uh, Amazon and it is completely sold out. You cannot get one right now. And there's no estimated date of when new supply will arrive. So I don't know. Maybe it was on that ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal or something. Or maybe they're just that popular that we can't keep them in stock. I'm just the shape of it. I mean, it looks like a grenade, guys. Like in case you're wondering, oh, what does it look like, though? Is it like a long, narrow grenade or something like like a wand grenade? No, it looks like a grenade. I'm not sure um, how many people are going to shove this up what holes. Like, I I don't know. Maybe... I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, like, is that for the butt? Or is that for, like, vaginal? Is it for a dude? Is it for a a woman? I I don't get it. Great question. See, like, I need to know these things, too. I mean, I'm right there with you. Yeah, like, I'm looking here right now on the the Lilo site. That was a little more than I was expecting this morning. Holy shit. (laughs) So, see, now, read me the description of this. Do you have the description? 
Yeah, uh, let me get it for you here, because I'm sure that there's other people wondering how this little bastard works. So it's the vibration grenade shaped vibrator sex toy for women and men. Frequency G spot stimulator stick sex toys for adult massager. So here's what it says. Brand name. Lovely dog adult lingerie vibrator. (laughs) Material silicone type G spot. I'm trying to find a description here of what this little bugger does, but it's in Spanish and I don't speak Spanish very well. (laughs) I don't want to give somebody the wrong information. God only knows what you'd do with it. No, don't tell people where to stick it if you're not actually sure where to stick it. Uh, Okay. Yeah, I can't find a good description for it, but there certainly is a lot of fucking pictures here. Holy shit. It comes in uh, nearest. I can tell four different colors. Okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I can't find much on what it actually does, but I do see that it can be charged up via USB. That's convenient for. I don't know when you're at work and (laughs) want to rub one out before the day is done. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck. Hey, hey, Janine, can I use your USB port for a sec? Oh, yeah, sure. No problem. What do you got there? None of your fucking business, Janine, is what I've got. Yeah. You know what, Janine? You're a nosy bitch. Why don't you mind your own fucking business? huh? Why don't you do that? Just mind your own business. Yeah. Uh, It is from the... uh, Lovely dog adult lingerie company. Okay. And nearest I can tell from this description cat, because there's the grenade end of it, you know, it looks like a grenade. And then there's another end that looks like the end of a wand. So you're supposed to insert that and then turn it on. Okay. If I'm reading these Spanish instructions, right. But it's got uh, instructions here for how to use it on your back, your feet, your prostate, or in a vagina. My neck. My back, my, and my, okay. Basically, right? Yeah. Basically. Great. So if somebody lost that, I I guess you can contact the bomb squad in Germany, but I don't think they're too fucking happy with you. I think they're wondering, how did that end up here? It's not worth it. Like even, even with it sold out, even if that's your best friend, don't, don't do it. You, you caused a lot, you caused a lot of issues and don't, don't discard your sex toys of any kind, of any Kind. Don't just discard them into the street, okay? Wrap them up like a proper, respectful adult. <laughs> respectful <laughs> adult who takes like their a- sex toys to the fucking park. If, you're, if your shit stops working on you, okay, or stops losing charge and you're pissed, it doesn't mean you got to chuck it out the window on your drive. No. You keep that shit to yourself. You don't leave it in a public playground. You don't leave it in a forest. You wait for a proper garbage, okay? Are we clear? Are we good? I mean, I think that's a fairly straightforward recommendation, Kat. I I think that that's right. Just be careful with those things. What are you supposed to do with them when they're done? Or if they're actually broken? Yeah, we need more like eco-friendly sex toys. You know, is there a lot? There's got to be. I know know there's someone listening right now that knows this answer. But are there eco-friendly lines of sex toys? Because you hear a lot about, like, the, the rubbery dildos and stuff. Like, think about how long that takes to decompose. You know what I mean? Over, like, how many years? Like, it's probably 800 years before that dildo's gone from, from the dump. So why don't we have something a little, uh, little uh, easier to manage, eco-friendly? Maybe we do. Thank you. That's good. Do, the the earth do. appreciates you, Kat. Yeah, I don't know. I just think about these things. There's a way you can still get pleasure and save the earth at the same time, guys. I know there is. I know it. Doctors are warning not to drink too heavily before or after being immunized against the COVID virus. 
They say there's currently no evidence to suggest that consuming copious amounts of alcohol can reduce the effects of the COVID-19 shot approved for emergency use. However, several studies suggest that binge drinking not only affects your immune system, but also directly suppresses it. And drinking around the time of getting your COVID vaccine could prevent the body from generating antibodies. You know, it feels like everybody's just going fucking hog wild. You're seeing all the selfies, but you're not seeing the after selfies. Yes. Well, I know when people got fucking shit faced because they got a shot. Right, right. And there are those people who did. I know the people who wouldn't even think about alcohol because they're so sick after their first shot. And that's fine. That means it's working. That means it's working. All is good. But I mean, okay. so what's the suggestion here? Are they suggesting like up to a certain amount of like days or hours or they're saying don't binge drink before or after. I guess if you want to have a beer or a glass of wine or something, yeah, that's probably not bad. Drink. But don't go crazy. Okay. I mean, that's a, that's a fine request. But you're absolutely right. How many, especially when it first came out, and you were, you were part of phase one. If you were part of phase one, there's no way you weren't celebrating after it. And if you, drinking is how you celebrate, you probably got a little smashed. Pfizer is just knocking it out of the park. Not only is their vaccine the most in-demand one in the world, but they say that by the end of this year, they will have a pill that you can take at home when you start to feel COVID symptoms. It'll treat them on the spot. It'll just make you good enough that you don't have to go to the hospital. Isn't that amazing? Wow, that's great. It is accurate that we are working on the viral. One, it is injectable, and the other one, as you said, it is an oral. And particularly the attention is on the oral of the world and of us because provides several advantages. And one of them is that you don't need to go to the hospital to get the treatment, which is the case with all the injectables so far. That could be a game changer. So all good news. We are now progressing the studies. If all goes well and we implement the same speed that we did so far and we are, I hope by the end of the year. Hey, can we speed that up a little bit? (laughs) Can we speed it up? I mean, they can ship pills a lot easier than they can ship those vaccine vials. Yeah, honestly, that's uh, I know that sounds amazing. Inevitably, eventually we are going to have more options. We are dealing with whatever we have right now and we're happy to have it. But I mean, yeah, can we can we do that? That'd be awesome. You know who this is going to be great for is the people who don't want the vaccine. And there's more and more people, it seems, every day that don't want the vaccine. They've thought about it. They've heard about it. But they've also heard too many stories about things going wrong. And they've just decided, no, it's not for me. For those people, this pill, they say, Mm -hmm. will be available by the end of the year. So you're laying in bed and you start to get that achy feeling, maybe a runny nose, a little cough. You can pop one of these. Just go to the pharmacy and grab one. You take one and boom. You might still get sick, wow. but you certainly won't be at that level where you need to be hospitalized. Okay. So that's great news, isn't that, it? That is great news. Yeah. I mean, the more options, the better. I, I, I'm I, all for that. That's great. Let's Let's bring those on, shall we? We have a number of listeners that listen from Newfoundland and Labrador, and I want to say thank you to you for this incredible donation that you have sent to Ontario. You're sending us nine healthcare professionals to help out in Ontario's very, very overburdened hospitals. So to the people of Newfoundland and Labrador, thank you. You're not getting them back. <laughs> we are keeping them forever. <laughs> We're keeping them. We need We've them. We've got a good amount of uh, Newfie population here in the area that we broadcast our radio station from. And I know they're going to just fit right in and hopefully they'll uh, find themselves comfy and uh, they'll stay. That'd be awesome. No, Nobody's nicer than a, than a Newfie. Nobody is nicer than a Newfie. And I've been to Newfoundland a couple of times. The last time I went, I, I it, they were so welcoming and so nice that this did not surprise me. 
at all. And we thank you for that, guys. From the people that brought you come from away, right? I mean, the kindness, the generosity, it's just amazing. Yes. Meanwhile, just a couple hours south of there in Nova Scotia, they're back into a full-blown lockdown as of this morning. I don't know how many people in in Nova Scotia are happy about this. Maybe they are happy. Maybe they're all behind it. A a unified province, perhaps. Or maybe people are angry. But, I mean, for comparison purposes, Ontario's numbers have been dropping for the last couple of days. We had a pretty good day yesterday. Uh, What did we have? Was it 3,500 cases yesterday in Ontario? Something like that? Yeah, about then. It's honestly, it's, it's... I have a little bit of hope in these numbers, seeing them. They're they're not, you know, drastically going down, but I don't think we should be expecting them to. But there's slight decreases every day almost. So that's good. Just so you know, Nova Scotia, we got uh, 3,500 cases yesterday. And, and for a while there, we were over 4,000. We're not even in a full-blown lockdown. Yesterday in Nova Scotia, 96 new cases across the province. Mm-hmm. 96 new cases Shut her down. Yeah. Fuck this. Two weeks. Everybody Don't go home. Even blame them. I do not. They're not screwing them. around. Don't screw around, though. Look at the predicament we're in because we did fuck around a little bit, I think. Probably. Really? So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. I, I think that they're doing it. They're doing it right. They're going to be in a better spot than us. They're probably going to have more open by the summer than we will if they make this decision now, I bet. They're going to. T- they're taking control. Exactly. Well, listen, I just hope that the Nova Scotia government is being honest with the Nova Scotia people. If you're saying two weeks reopen in two weeks if two weeks works if lockdowns work then reopen in two weeks you put a date on it stick to it that's all that i would ask of you and if you're not going to stick to it then tell people now yeah we said two weeks it's actually going to be a month the constantly moving the goalpost is what pisses so many people off and it's impossible for businesses to plan so to the government of nova scotia sure Do what you have to do. If you think shutting the entire province down over 96 new cases is the right answer, then you would know better than I. Just make sure that if you're going to make a promise there, you stick to it. Uh, Nova Scotia is one of the provinces that doesn't have paid sick days. Popular topic here in Ontario. Mm -hmm. And, And one of the things I want to point out about this paid sick days is, and I didn't even know this until late last week, is do you know how many provinces have paid sick days? Oh, gosh. Actually, I have no idea. Two. Two provinces. Okay, interesting. Two. Prince Edward Island and yeah. Quebec have paid sick leave. Okay. The rest of the country doesn't have paid sick leave. But mm-hmm. the Truanon Army, they're very, very, very insistent on this because they see this as a political opportunity. And we don't need to rehash last week's podcast. We talked about paid sick days and how you can avoid some of the fraud and stuff like that. But really what it comes down to is this. Yesterday... The Ontario government proposed a new sick days program. The federal government will give you up to 450 bucks a week. The Ontario government said, you know what? We'll pay. Make it a thousand thousand bucks a week paid sick leave available and up to a month that you could claim that. (laughs) Fuck, that's all right. But people don't want the federal government to do it because by all accounts, everybody seems to agree that the federal system is shit it doesn't work some people say it's inaccessible it's cumbersome it takes too long and if that's the case then why are you screaming at the top of your lungs to solve this problem here when we have a system in ottawa that's broken why don't they just fix the system in ottawa i mean these are the people the federal government that brought you the serb people got their serb payments real quick they proved they can do it 
Why wouldn't they just do it for the sick leave, especially when the Ontario government is paying for more than half the bill? Why wouldn't we do it federally? It doesn't make sense. So yesterday, the the prime minister suggested, yeah, he looked really caught off guard. I don't think he was expecting Ford to do that. I don't think he was at all. But he sort of punted it back and he said, well, you know, I mean, our preference is we would like employers to pay for the sick leave. So here's Doug, who didn't want the employers to have to pay it because he said it's a burden right now that businesses don't need. They don't need more bills to have to pay someone to be off and pay somebody to do the actual job. Shouldn't fall on them. He said, we don't have a system set up here in Ontario from the Ontario government to pay it out. But the feds have a system. So we'll just give the money to the federal government. They can pay out a thousand bucks a week. More than half of that is on our tab. Nope. Feds don't want to do it. They don't want to do it. And what I don't understand is why. I mean, if sick days are that important. If we all agree that paying people to stay off when they're sick is what's going to help end this pandemic. Right. And we know that only two provinces actually have paid sick days. To me, this is a national issue. It's not an Ontario issue. It's not a B.C. issue. It's not an Alberta or a Manitoba or a Saskatchewan issue or Nova Scotia or New Brunswick. It's Newfoundland and Labrador. It's not. It's a federal issue. The federal government is already set up to pay this out. Why isn't the federal government paying out the paid sick days, especially when more than half the money is coming from the province? Just fucking do it. You've already got the system there. You could pay that money out at the end of the week. Yeah. You know why? Because it's political. Right. They're trying to use this for points against the premier. They want it to, the true and on army wants to take down this government. And frankly, you either do or you don't care about paid sick days because there's an easy way to do it. It runs through Ottawa. That's the easiest way. The government has stepped up beyond what people expected them to. They're paying out more than the feds. And the feds don't want to do it. They're saying, no, 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 send it to businesses. Businesses should do it. And, you know, when you think about the businesses paying these paid sick days, you know, I'm thinking maybe that's all well and good for Walmart, Amazon. Your big, your big stores. Yeah. What about that that's uh, that salon that only has like five or six employees that when there's one person gone, that makes a huge difference in the operation of their business. Why would they pay for someone to be off sick and pay someone to replace them? It's crazy to me. I mean, businesses can't afford that. And when all this is over, we can have a conversation about that. Sure, we can. But last time I checked that EI comes off our paychecks every two weeks employment insurance it's insurance you pay it in hopes that you'll never need it but it's there if you do why aren't we just tapping into ei for this the whole thing cat has become so political that nobody can keep track of what the actual issue is here well and there's so many there's so much happening with the blame game too between both sides and we know that we see it all the time that they're always just constantly i feel like trying to one-up each other and i'm not sure how strategic they're thinking anymore they just want to be they just want to rub it in someone else's face. Like, hey, we're doing this or we're not doing this. I, I, I know it's, it's irritating because at the end of the day, they all say the same thing, though. They're for the people. But are they? Yeah, I mean, I think the average person at first heard all these doctors on TV, not in a, a, an emergency room, by the way, on TV. They heard all these doctors on TV screaming, Doug Ford's got to do this. He has to do it. We got to end the pandemic. And they took that to heart and they thought, oh, fuck, this is a big issue. I mean, the province has got to step up. 
okay, the province did step up. I mean, it wasn't in the federal budget. Could have been last week, but it wasn't there. So now the province has stepped up and said, here's the deal. Right now, people can get 450 Make it $1,000. we will pay the difference. But you guys administer it because you're already set up to administer it just like you did with the CERB not even a year ago. They don't want to do it. They want the businesses to pay it. So, I mean, you can't say it's not political. You really can't. I mean, this is just a game with the very real possibility of an election coming up. It could still happen. So, I mean, I'm frustrated because at the end of the day, we still don't have those paid sick days and there's people who need them. People who should not be at work, but just can't afford to take the time off. It's frustrating. I I really don't understand why we're still trying to score political points here when we could have been doing something positive for people. And by the way, paid sick days is not going to end this pandemic. It's not. Just because we have paid sick days does not mean, oh, yeah, our cases will just start dropping like crazy. I'm not. Yeah. Well, and you, I mean, you mentioned it, the provinces that do have it in place and maybe we'll leave PEI out of it because the Atlantic bubble things certainly helped them at a certain point. But let's talk about Quebec. I mean, did it necessarily help their case numbers? I don't know. They're uh, well, they're, they just did move back the curfew time. So they're by no means out of the woods, but they're still getting over a thousand cases a day. Yeah, like it didn't heal. It didn't fix anything completely. And not that I'm against it. I mean, I'm all for it. I, I think we should have it in place. I think it's ridiculous. When you take a look at a spreadsheet, you go ahead and take a look at a spreadsheet of the amount of money that our government spends on anything. And it's ridiculous like they could cut so many things out to spend money where it needs to be spent at least right now and i'm not calling it a. I don't even think it should necessarily be put in place permanently you want to have it like you said you want to have a discussion about it later we could do that for a permanent move but for the time being yeah put it in place put it in place till the end of the year or even if you want to be stingy put it in place till the end of august or short term you know at a time fine but but get it in place it it, it, we've talked about it before and i'll say it again if they're the people that argue that it, there's going to be people that take advantage, you're not wrong. But I don't give a fuck because if one in 10, if two in 10 are going to take advantage, at least we can save some lives with those eight in 10 that are actually going to take it seriously and and be off work when they should be off work when they're not feeling well. I totally agree with you, Kat. I mean, people just have to be able to to know that their job is safe. That is law, by the way. Your job is safe if you have to take time off because of COVID. And they got to be able to put food on the table. Well, there has to be something there for them. Again, people didn't do anything to cause this pandemic. There's a lot of shit that went wrong, but it was all done by the people in charge. Mm-hmm. So take care of people here. And no, it shouldn't fall on the backs of businesses. Like I said, it may be all well and good for some of those big multinational companies, but for the average run of the mill, 10, 20 employees or less, which is the majority of the businesses in Canada, they can't afford that shit yeah. right now. They literally have to shut down if they lose people. They we have, have fucked businesses at every turn, yeah. nonstop for a year. Every single time we could, we jammed them. Now you want to stick paid sick leave on their backs too? Mm-hmm. Come on. It's crazy. Um, let's talk quickly here about uh, what happened last night with the Jays. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., youngest player in Blue Jays history to hit three home runs in one game. He even had a grand slam last night. That ball may still be in the air because he absolutely <laughs> leveled it. Absolutely crushed it. The Jays are fun to watch right now. And I'm saying that as someone who doesn't give a shit about baseball. But I watched some of that game last night. I happened to see the grand slam and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? This is great. That's sweet. 
That is sweet. Oh, you know what, though? I miss those moments. That, and as much as you, I, I do enjoy watching them now. Man, I wish I miss being there, though. I miss being able to see them in person. There's nothing like that feeling, especially as the weather gets warmer. I think about it. I see it on my memory feeds, and I'm just like, ah. But, yeah, no, I'm with you. I actually haven't been watching a ton of it, but more recently, I have. Yeah. And and listen, I hope that you decision makers at, uh, is it just, I, I don't even know anymore. Is it just Rogers that owns the Jays or is that an MLSE property now? Um, I'm not sure, actually. I can't keep track of what they own and don't own anymore. Whoever you decision makers are. Okay. You're seeing what's going on in Florida there right now with the Jays playing. When you do eventually build them a new stadium, which has to happen sooner than later. Make it open air. No more fucking domes. No more of that shit. Open it up. Let's watch baseball outside. We could totally be watching baseball outside in Toronto right now. Come on. Open it up. We don't need a roof anymore. We never did. When the Jays started, it was outdoor. You know, the mistake on the lake, Exhibition Stadium. Yeah. No, see, I, you won't get me with that, Scott. I'm, I'm all for the retractable roof. The new spot Needs to have a retractable roof. I like it. I'm into it. I don't like the thought of the open air because we're going to have so many cancellations. I could just picture it now. Or or you're going to get those whiny baby fucking teams and players that are going to claim that it's too cold to play and it's affecting their game and that's why they lost. Like, oh, shove shit. it up your ass. You know that's going to happen. You absolutely know if we did that and those teams that come in from Miami or wherever the fuck they're coming from are going to complain. 100% cat, 100% they will. Uh, we're going to do a quick one today because there's really not a lot going on here, guys. Uh, is there anything else we got to cover, though? Uh, no, I think that's it. But I would like to mention what's coming up on Friday. Yes, for sure. You go ahead and tell everybody about the Ask Us Anything special. Yeah, so we've done this before. Myself and Scott, when we first arrived to our new radio station, we had so many people asking us so many questions that we just thought, let's just let her fly and let you ask whatever question you want to ask, and we'll address it and answer it in the podcast. And since then, we get we get questions now and again, and sometimes it's uh, personal questions. Sometimes it's people just catching up and asking us about the old station and whatever it might be. Maybe it is about our personal lives. Maybe it's just a simple, silly question. I, I don't care what it is, but we want to open it up to you guys once again. But we're bringing in Dave Blizzard. So this coming Friday, we're going to do a special Ask Anything podcast so if you have a question for Scott, if you have a question for Kat, if you have a question for Dave, if you have a question for all three of us, uh, please go ahead and you can submit it. What we're going to do is we're going to have a couple of different ways you can do that. You can DM us straight up. You're okay with taking DM questions, Scott? Yeah, I'll take some DM questions if you've got one. Fantastic. Instagram is preferred at Scott Fox on air. Uh, same goes for me at Cat on air, Cat with a K. Uh, we're going to post this on our station's Instagram account at 915thebeat. It won't be up yet. Maybe by the time you hear this podcast, it will be up, but not until like later this afternoon. You can uh, ask us a question there. For everyone to see if you want, but if you do prefer it to be private, you can do that. You can slide into Facebook DMs, whatever you want. And then Friday, we're just going to basically um, ha- have a little conversation and answer your questions. I already had one coming in this morning when we mentioned it briefly on our morning show. Uh, it's today and specifically about his relationship with his wife. So, uh, yeah, I got that one. Thank you for that. And I'm not going to guarantee we're going to answer all of your questions, obviously. Or most we, of them we will. I mean, we'll try will. and do it. We'll do what we can. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, feel free to join in on that. You can just go ahead and ask. I will keep track of all the questions and we will have a little fun with that on Friday. 
Have yourselves a fantastic hump day, everybody. We will catch you right back here tomorrow with another edition of After 9. The CDC made a huge announcement about wearing masks. Vaccinated Americans generally do not need to wear masks outside, as long as they're not in a large gathering. When people heard that, people in the street started flashing their mouths like it was Mardi Gras. Like, woo! I saw that Guinness just debuted a new beer with nitro cold brew coffee in it. Yeah, it's the perfect gift for the sluggish drunk in your life. It's a great product if you want your heart to feel like it's napping and skydiving at the same time. For the second year in a row, the Burning Man Festival and the annual Running of the Bulls in Pamplona, Spain, have been canceled. The mayor of Pamplona said with COVID, it's just too dangerous to do something that dangerous. So they're not. Chincoteague Island in Virginia has canceled its annual pony swim for the second year in a row due to the coronavirus pandemic. They checked all the participants for symptoms, and one of them was a little horse. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.